0: Are the homes that we live in actually making us sick? Perhaps we could do something about it and most importantly can we as entrepreneurs invest in real estate that offers a healthy return on investment? Let's get started and discuss it's day 63 of this 90-day challenge where I'm sharing my personal journey as you know back to physical and mental health and that's pretty much the reason why I'm getting into the world of health entrepreneurship but along that side, that I'm bringing on guests like the one we have today, sharing stories of entrepreneurs like you who are pivoting from various backgrounds from within health, but especially those from outside the health sector, who because of a personal experience of some sort, they get involved and inspired to get into the health space. So do check out those previous episodes. I've got another four weeks of this to go and then we'll be back to our usual weekly schedule. I'm Beiruz public health doctor or preventive medicine physician here in the UK. And my mission is to help you, the entrepreneur, to create a healthier, happier world through your ventures, whatever you do. And it all starts at home, obviously, with our own health and well-being. So if you're interested in learning more about how you can turn that inspiration that you've got, your personal experience with health, and actually turn it into a business that adds value, that overcomes some of the challenges that you're going to face with getting investment, getting adoption, do check out the link in the description below. Right, let's get started. Quick disclaimer, um, if we do talk about any health issues, obviously it's information only, speak with your licensed doctor. I'm joined today by one of my favorite people in the world. Sobi Tajali is a former college and professional soccer player. Uh, turned public health and that's my fault and real estate professional based in uh atlanta georgia we used to live together he is a relative of mine and one of my really i would say one of my best friends so so we welcome yes thank you i would agree we are best friends at least last time i checked (laughs) last time, i don't know about your last trip to oxford man that was a mess but yeah all good (laughs) (laughs) thanks for having me you're welcome man i've I've had you on this show before you um you're my number one fan, only fan out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's get started. For those who don't know, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the intro you gave was was pretty legit. Um, former former soccer player. Don't play as much anymore, but I definitely play when I can. Um, got into public health, partially due to Dr. Beru's here, um, and then made the transition to real estate, which do not regret it, because it allows me to integrate Two different passions: real estate and health. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. But I, I appreciate you having me on the show here.
0: And you know, I know this was not a, a this was a decision that you you've had for quite some time now. I've known you training in the background, studying those books about real estate. And obviously, it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs are interested in. And indeed, anyone who's smart to take whatever profits or added income that they have and invest it in in property and it's becoming more and more popular and right now just give us a feel for what's happening in the states right now i mean it's june 2021
1: i know you and i were talking about this a little bit earlier the market is just absolutely crazy um just supply and demand basic supply and demand not enough supply way too much demand i think covid had a lot to do with it right um you know, we see a lot of high rises still struggling to sell units because people just don't want to be confined in a building, right? Um, in the fear of COVID, of course, mm. Americans are getting vaccinated on a daily basis, but um, a lot of the amenities were shut down, right? For the long time, pools were shut down, gyms were shut down in these buildings, and so the the condo market took a huge hit. Um, and then we saw this huge migration up towards single family homes where people could have their own yard, their own pool, their own space. Without the fear of interacting with other people, so a lot of that had to do with with the exodus out of out of the city, essentially, and up to the suburbs. Um, but now that COVID fears are easing up, the condo market's picking back up, um, which is has left pretty much homes, townhomes, and condos really hot
0: right now. I remember when you paid a visit to to me when I was living in Boston, and we had a guest speaker. If you remember, this guy from. Italy and Sweden he was an architect who was passionate about health and public health and talking about the design of cities and homes so that they're more conducive to health and and then I remember when obviously you and I lived together and we lived in a really nice location in Atlanta that had you know all the amenities that you would want so I'm just curious most of us in the world of business entrepreneurship especially those involved in the you know buying and selling and renting homes we're aware of common things that are bad for us in homes like damp and water damage those are obvious things we might look out for like asbestos but give us a rundown before we talk about the specific hazards maybe but what are the benefits of a healthy home
1: yeah so i mean we could talk hours about this right Um, but in a nutshell Think of your personal health right you want to live in a home that's healthy that's conducive to your lifestyle Um, you don't want to be breathing in toxic airs Uh, you don't want to be living in a hazardous condition where you're afraid of the floors caving in or the roof caving in Um, you want to make sure your hand and foot rails are secure and all that and you have the right type of um, flooring meaning some people prefer carpet because they have kids they don't want falling on hardwood floor other people prefer hardwood floor because their kids may have allergies to carpet. Um, so you have to find what's conducive to your health. And there, there's a lot that goes into it. But even from an investment standpoint, I like that you brought that up earlier. If you're a landlord or think about buying a place to rent out to other people, whether it's a single unit, right? A single family home, a condo or a townhome, or you're looking to invest in like a multi-unit building, like an apartment complex, hotels even, think about the type of lifestyle your tenants or guests want to live, right? And whether they know it or think about it, they want to have a healthy home, right? They don't want to be in an area where they're smoking, right? So you still have some buildings, believe it or not, that allow smoking. Now, yeah, you may not smoke, but your neighbor may smoke. You may think that air's not going to come to me. But in a lot of these buildings, The ductwork is interconnected, right? So your next door neighbor, even people five floors down could be smoking. And that air is being circulated throughout most of the building. And I've I've personally experienced that, right? I lived in a high-rise condo here in Atlanta. We had someone 13 floors above us smoking. And, you know, we, we thought that wouldn't bother us, right? 13 floors above, right? If it's below, you think logically, all right, maybe the smoke can rise up. But no, from above us, it would circulate throughout the whole building. And really? next thing you know, everyone's units smelled like smoke. Um, so, you know, I was an owner, but we had tenants. That's impacting everyone's health, right? So the quality of life goes down for everyone because of one simple poor decision that yeah. a single person made.
0: So I'll just add to that, Sobi. I mean, you're absolutely right. And there's, there's a lot of evidence, especially during the pandemic, how there was you know first of all one of the most risky places to be was in a in the same home as someone with an infection it just transmits so easily and now there's other the other variants that are even more transmissible but then in hotels or in these cruise ships you saw this transmission going around and there's more and more attention now being paid to ventilation and, and good ventilation but but there's other things that other benefits if you like so if you take a um if you if we cat like divide it up into indoor and outdoor first of all um and think of the whole life course you know you, those first few months of life even during pregnancy those were important right in terms of the kinds of uh, exposures that you you come across and we'll talk about that in a second but also how much opportunity you get for a mom a dad who's expecting a baby to be able to stay active and walk around and have better health outcomes for your for your baby but i'm um, There's others as well for the tenants themselves. Like uh, later on in life, you talked about injury prevention with handrails on on stairs, but then the outdoor elements as well, isn't it? So it's like, uh, is it a place with good walk path, you know, footpaths and tennis courts? You and I like tennis and all sorts of other things. So uh, we won't go into too much detail, but I just want to ask you this specific question. What is the benefit to the entrepreneur, to the investor, let alone what the benefits might be for the tenant?
1: Yeah. I mean, you get a healthier return on your investment, plain and simple, right? So think of it in two different ways. If you're purchasing, let's just say a condo, right? We'll just use that as an example that you plan on renting out to tenants. The happier your tenants are, the more likely they are to stay and the more likely they are to pay on time, which let's face it as an investor, your bottom line is your dollar, right? Getting your money. Um, if you keep your tenants happy, keep a healthy home. Again, you don't need to consciously think, is this home healthy? But making sure there's a smoke detector with carbon monoxide detector, making sure you've got no leaks, no water damage that's going to impact the property, therefore impact the quality of life for the people living there from odors to the mold and potential rashes and itchiness on the skin. The lead-based paint, you may have a tenant that has kids, right? You want to make sure your your paint is is, um, newer, you know, not anything built prior to 1978, at least here in the U S. Um, the, the more you check these boxes of, is my home healthy and safe again, the more likely you are to have a quality tenant who's going to pay on time because they're, they're happy in that home. And one of the biggest, I guess, things that investors hate when it comes to investment properties is people not paying or turnover. So when you have a tenant move out, by the time it takes you to find a new tenant, depending on what time of year and you know what the market looks like, it could be anywhere from one month to two years until you get another quality tenant. So if you can keep your tenant happy and keep that home healthy and safe for them, they are more likely to renew their lease, stay there, therefore putting more money in your pocket, right? You don't want to have your place vacant for several months, which it's a double negative because one, you're not getting money, you're not getting paid, but two, you're also at risk of something could go wrong with that house and you're not even there to know it, right? Um, usually when homes are vacant, you start getting cockroaches, you get termites, you get you get different bugs and insects that, that come into the house, um, and that can lead to a whole host of other issues, Go ahead. I think you have yeah, to say. I
0: want, I've got a question for you. So as a, you're in real estate and on a day-to-day basis, you're talking to potential investors, but buyers of their own homes, but also investors. So just curious, like how often does this topic come up? How often is it, you know, do you start that conversation and how often do they actually ask you about these things?
1: I talk about turnover a lot, right? Because the, the ways I, the, the way I keep my clients happy is by making sure they make money. Right. It ultimately comes down to money. Right. And that's what I think any entrepreneur, you do something because you're passionate and you want to be successful and the money comes with it. Right. I, you don't go into it. I didn't get into real estate thinking money. I want to make money. I got into it because I genuinely love it and I want to help people and I want them to to make money. I want to help people make money. If I help people make money, it indirectly helps me make money. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, so so I, I have that conversation very frankly, and very upfront. I, I always tell my clients, I'm not gonna let you buy a home that I wouldn't buy personally. And, and, and I say that from not not to be cocky that I know everything about the industry or everything about a healthy home, but I, I know what to look for. You wanna be in a great location that is, that is walkable, right? Like you said, it has sidewalks. that may have a backyard where you can put a field or a basketball hoop, something that allows you to live an active lifestyle. Um, but you also want to make sure you're choosing a great location. That's going to appreciate if you're going to buy as an investment, it's a place where, where tenants are demanding rentals, right? So you can have someone move in and and stay there for a long time. And I think having that conversation up front and addressing their bottom line, which is how do I make money in real estate? I think that leads to lifelong
0: clients. So I'm going to ask you a quick question, like a, checklist if you like of things yeah. to look out for both in terms of hazards but also benefits when you're thinking of purchasing a house either as an investment or for your own home and before you say the answer to that for those watching or listening look he's selling himself short so B has a master's degree in public health he's worked at the centers for disease control in atlanta in, in health promotion health improvement he's been teaching and and also you worked for the was it national center for chronic disease directors if i got that
1: national association of chronic disease directors yeah so you
0: hopefully know what you're talking about so it's all yours
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i I have that public health experience and to me it's second nature you know i know we we had a conversation a while ago about healthy homes and all that and i think part of my flaw is maybe i talk about these things as, as if it's not a big deal or it's second nature but that's because i've just been so ingrained with it um, but to, to, the first time home buyer, I'm starting to realize more and more, this is brand new information. A lot of people don't think about mold radon, right? Radon's a huge issue here in the U S um, specifically here in Georgia, um, that people don't even think about that significantly, significantly impacts your health. Um, the lead-based paint mold, the smoke detectors, all that stuff is second nature to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm making a conscious effort to, to really educate people more on it. And I, and I think that's, that's the right thing to do because like you said, and like we we're talking about when someone buys something that they're happy with and think about any product, right? Whether it's a home, a pair of shoes, a t-shirt, if it's quality and you enjoy it and it makes you feel good and you're ha- you know, you're happy wearing it, doing whatever with it, you're going to become a repeat customer. So that's good for your business, right? And that's really all it comes down to just keep people healthy and happy and
0: it will turn into repeat business absolutely so you've mentioned some of those um hazards though haven't you and and some of the Mm -hmm. potential benefits but do you want to just run through like maybe the top five things to look out for uh yeah so i think we kind
1: of touched on a lot of these already but radon again odorless you can't see it um it's easy to test very easy to detect um so it's something you want to check for mold again you can't see it with the naked eye most of the time. Sometimes it's behind the walls. Um, easy to test. Could be a lifesaver, literally a lifesaver. Lead-based paint, especially for those who have kids who and, you know who are at risk of ingesting that paint, the paint chips. Very detrimental. Very easy to detect. So a lot, I think that's what makes a lot of this sad is that it's so easy to detect the, to detect these things, Yeah, a lot of people don't even know about it. Um, they're not educated. And that's part of what I'm trying to do using my public health background is educate people on this. And I think I talked about this last time. I don't go into a home, right? With a first time home buyer and be like, oh, there could be mold here. Oh, there could be radon. Oh, <laughs> this house may kill you, right? You know, <laughs> it's just one of those things I keep in the back of my mind. I may bring it up, I may not bring it up. But if I don't bring it up, I'm I'm doing my clients a service by making sure I check for these items, whether they know about it or not, Right. Um, and, and I think that's something more and more agents are doing and I think more should be doing. Um, but the smoke detectors with the carbon monoxide always make sure you have one in every room. You know, sometimes here they say you just need one in key areas near a fireplace in the kitchen. But I say put one in every room cause it's a lifesaver. And I, you know, I've personally dealt with a fire in a house and it's not oh, yeah. fun. Um, and, and the other thing I want to add that is outside of the norm, I, it would be use technology. So the Ring doorbells. I don't know if you guys have the Ring doorbells in in Europe. It's pretty much the video camera built into your doorbell. So when someone rings your door, you can see who's there. You people don't think of that as public health, right? Safety is a part of health, right? Knowing if there's a stranger at your door, someone who could break and enter, right? You want to know that. That impacts your health. It could cause stress. You could get, you know. God forbid anything bad happens. Um, use technology as your friend. They have gas detectors. So, outside of radon and whatnot, you can smell for natural gas that comes from like the oven or the stove. Um, you've got leak detectors, these little sensors you can put throughout your house. A lot of them are Bluetooth now. That should your toilet or your loo ever overflow, you're going to get a signal on your phone that, hey, we detect water or moisture. So there's a lot of little things that go into it. And like I said, I, I could spend hours talking about this, but th- those are some of the main things that I come across and like to relay
0: to, to my clients. Nice. I'll add, I think, two two or three extra things on top of that. So mm-hmm. uh, agree with you entirely. Um, the, the other one was just because of that personal experience I've had is look out for asbestos and, and how it can cause cancer later in life. Um, the other one would be... Um, uh, the health promoting aspects that's what I would want to hear from you actually as a as a phys, you know former soccer player you you always try to get me moving uh you know be somewhere that especially in the states and here in the UK too you're seeing more and more property like this that is unfortunately designed to be making you drive everywhere even when i lived in cyprus it's this mediterranean island everyone drives they park like right close to where you want to go and no one's really living that true mediterranean lifestyle so if you can find a property that has that ability to walk around it's safe to do so has good lighting uh, it's close to green spaces and, and whatnot if you can um, that's that's one thing and then the last one is technology 100 percent agree with you and just the other week we had Stacey Ruth on, on the on the show, who is leading virtual care and smart homes at Best Buy Health. This is their new initiative. So keep an eye out for what they uh, come up with in terms of technology and homes. Uh, do you have any other final words you wanna share with us today, Sobi? No,
1: I just wanna to touch on what you mentioned. It's when I played in Germany a little bit, I was just blown away coming from the US. When you go to Europe and specifically, I was staying in Erlang in Germany, very small town. No one had a car. Everyone's biking, regardless of rain, snow, shine, doesn't matter. Everyone's biking, walking around. And, and I absolutely loved it. And when I came back to the States, that really changed my perspective. And I was like, I need to live in a walkable place, right? Somewhere that I can walk to my grocery store, parks, retail, whatever, restaurants. And, and I, I still hold that truth to today because I, that's, we're finding more and more that that's the best investment. That's what people want whether it's available or not, that's what people want. And the demand is there. And I think that's leading to to more development that leads to that walkability, that walkable lifestyle. Um, but other than that, I, I appreciate you having me. I, what I, I think I told you this earlier, and you tell me this, if you do what you're passionate about, success will come, just like what you're doing right now. So I definitely respect you for doing what you're doing. I know you're, you took a leap of faith doing what you're doing, but I, the success is coming. You're doing an awesome job and I appreciate you having me.
0: You're a star, Sobia. I love having you here. And um, I would just, just to add to that, I was having a similar conversation with a few other entrepreneurs actually from around Europe. Some uh, I joined like this bi-weekly group of friends slash entrepreneurs in all sorts of sectors. And they were asking me, so what have you been learning on this 90 day challenge? And First of all, it's insane. The organization involved in getting all these guest speakers to come and join me, like, I mean, you're a family, it's easy, but just think, you know, and every day I'm going live and prepping all of this. But first of all, I love it. I don't see this as work. So as, as you say, do something you're passionate about, um, but you're constantly assessing what is actually moving that needle forward. Are you wasting time in certain aspects that you can ignore and move on? But But what I want to say is the answer that I gave to these friends of mine, it's you know you you go in these it could be anything for me it's going online here to get myself out there and talk about these things that are important to me but also share this I'm in a transition aren't I in terms of my personal career and health and sharing this out there and the opportunities that come your way some of them are kind of scary (laughs) but most of the time it's things you didn't expect it's amazing opportunities that come your way and hopefully you'll hear about these in due course but it's, it's just endless. It's not just what you think is about, oh, let's get out there and talk about things. It's behind the scenes. You come across some amazing people with some amazing ideas that will hopefully really change the world as we go forward. So I can't, I'm really excited to be sharing those in due course but regardless it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show you're welcome back and tomorrow uh, I'll be talking it'll be me by myself by the way and I'm going to be talking a bit more about some of the things that I've been finding that improve our brain health and we're going from having talked about mindset and nutrition and tomorrow we're going to be talking about physical activity which is down your alley uh but as well as that brain game so join me tomorrow hopefully same time and i'll see you again soon thanks soby all right thanks bearers learn more at the entrepreneur's doctor www.entrepreneurs.doctor better health starts here